Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wanderers to my labyrinth of crazy talk. My name is Rob, and I will be your host to talk on topics and strange and bizarre as you join me on The Darken Walk. What separates an alien from a cryptid? Are they, or can they be, one in the same? I believe this to be the case, in some instances. I mean, I alluded to this in my episode concerning the cryptid called Dogman. And I also made mention in the episode Rods, that it is possible, in theory, that interdimensional alien types may cross into our dimension for reasons unknown to us. Sometimes things occur we cannot readily explain, and oftentimes we connect the dots to the things we know, or that would make the most sense in our world of limited scope. And we do this because speculation is not fact-based, so we make it into fact. That's what we do. And when the arena of plausible, reasonable explanation is limited to connect mystery to fact-based resolve, we then find the closest thing we can liken it to, and thus create our explanation of fact for the mystery in question. In other words, we lie. But resolved explanations are often just absurd, such as in the case of the Phoenix Lights incident, wherein officials tried to convince people that what they saw was not a gargantuan triangular UFO, but rather that the lights they saw were aircraft flares. Really? Lies, lies, lies. I digress. In this episode, I'm going to discuss El Vampiro de Moca, otherwise known as the Chubacabra. I have a theory on this, and here it is. Some cryptids, or alien entities, maybe a small few, I believe do cross interdimensionally into this plane, this dimension, to harvest and procure a specific need they require. However, in the case of the Chupacabra, I believe this is something else. I believe it is a cryptid of this world and possesses great skill to elude even the watchful eyes of mankind. I believe it has been around for a very long time and seeks an inherent preference, and that is blood. Okay, so I'm going to go into narration mode here. Narration mode. In 1975, a series of livestock killings in the small town of Moca, Puerto Rico, were attributed to El Vampiro de Moca, the Vampire of Moca. Initially, it was suspected that the killings were committed by a satanic cult. Later, 
more killings were reported around the island, and many farms reported loss of animal life. Each of the animals were reported to have had its body bled dry through a series of small circular incisions. Exsanguination. Exsanguination is death caused by loss of blood. Were these isolated events? Not so much. Between April and October of 1975, nearly 200 cases of cattle mutilations were reported in the state of Colorado. Far from being mere tabloid fodder, it had become a nationally recognized issue. Colorado's then-Senator Floyd Haskell asked the Federal Bureau of Investigation to get involved. Throughout the 1970s, cases had continued to mount throughout the American heartland. And in 1979, after thousands of reported cattle mutilations and causing millions of dollars of livestock losses, the FBI finally opened an investigation into the series of cases that had reportedly taken place on New Mexico's Indian lands. Could this have been caused by the cryptid coined as Chubacabra? I would have to take the position of yes, but in only some of the reported cases. Concerning cattle mutilations, however. I believe this is something else. Something on a whole different level. Something for another episode of Dark and Walk. So, what exactly is a chubacabra? The chubacabra, or chubacabras, Spanish pronunciation chubacabras, literally means goat sucker. From the Spanish chupa, meaning sucks, and cabras, meaning goats, and reported to be a legendary creature or cryptid in the folklore of parts of the Americas. The name comes from the animal's reported vampirism. The chubracabra is said to attack and drink the blood of livestock, including goats. But what else, I wonder? Hmm. The appearance. Mange can often greatly alter the expected appearance of an animal. Wild and domestic canines with severe cases of mange have been proposed as explanations for the chubacabra. The most common description of the chubacabra is that of a reptile-like creature, said to have leathery or scaly greenish-gray skin, and sharp spines or quills running down its back. It is said to be approximately three to four feet high and stands and hops in a fashion similar to that of a kangaroo. Another common description of the chupacabra is of a strange breed of wild dog. This form is mostly hairless and has a pronounced spinal ridge, unusually pronounced eye sockets, fangs, and claws. Unlike conventional predators, the chupacabra is said to drain all of the animal's blood and sometimes organs usually through three holes in the shape of a downwards pointing triangle, but sometimes through only one or two holes. Now, in the cases concerning the three holes, I do not believe this is the chubacabra. This is something else, just to be clear on this, and separate the two to avoid confusion. Concerning the chubacabra, and then wondering about other such cases that perhaps have not been connected to this cryptid. For instance, the tales of vampires. Could it be that herein the chupacabra is the sole responsible cryptid behind these tales? Let's 
look at some historical intel. Going back into narration mode, vampiric entities have been recorded. Okay, let me let me read that again. Vampiric entities have been recorded in cultures around the world. The term vampire was popularized in Western Europe after reports of an 18th century mass hysteria of a pre-existing folk belief in southeastern and eastern Europe that in some cases resulted in people being accused of vampirism. But perhaps back then, when people were much more fearsome of things like witches and werewolves and such, that the then citizens of the times were unaware of creatures classified today as cryptids, like the Chubacabra, and therefore looked in other directions. The direction of what they could only console in fault of being that of their own mankind, to be the one at fault. It makes one wonder that perhaps in all this time, the real bloodletting perpetrator has always been the Chupacabra. Just because we are led like sheep, or goats in this case, to be told this or that doesn't mean we need to believe what we are told or what is written in history. I think we need to look beyond that and question other alternative explanations. Well, that's it for this podcast within the Darken Walk. I hope I left you with some thought-provoking concepts to carry you through the rest of your day and even into your sleep. Always remember, never close your mind to the possibilities that may exist. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>